yeah, it's Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. It is time, baby, for today's news. It's November 23rd on today's Daily Dose of Biker News. We're going to be talking about the CDC just issued a report blaming the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally for infection rates going up in Minnesota. We're also going to go and talk about the RCMP. They issued a warrant on the Hells Angels Clubhouse as well as uh, other news from Canada concerning the outlaws and I believe the Black Pistons. We have tons of news today. Corey Graff's Wall of Shame. And don't forget to check out the other YouTube channel and check out the new video I got. I actually did it on my thoughts concerning the Great Reset. Lots of stuff to cover today. Lots of stuff. I don't know, man. I think I pissed on some Wheaties when I was talking about that case that uh, the IO won in Pennsylvania. Uh, IO was being sued for $10 million over the actions of one of its members. And I specifically said, I know that lots of people cannot stand the iron order so i said here's what we'll do we'll take them out of the equation the name of the club and go on facts i even provided a copy of the decision handed out from the appeals courts but again people just don't listen or they don't care to listen because they have a hatred towards one club or another our argument was that if the I.O. was held responsible for the actions of a member, boy, all motorcycle clubs would be in trouble. I guess that didn't sit too well with a lot of people. But hey, is what it is. That's what the case read. I'm actually going to go over a lawsuit that was used against another organization to take them down, to take them down, and that's the AN. This happened, I believe, in 2000, where the organization was held responsible for the actions of the people. Yeah, time to wake up, people, time to wake up, especially with that great reset, man. Again, I gave my, uh, you know, my feelings on the deal. So go over there and check out that video. Also, my God, I've been talking about this forever, people. How the media is really going off on bikers now. There's news organizations even trending on Twitter right now that the CDC now has proof that uh, the infection rate is up in Minnesota because of the Sturges Motorcycle Rally. Again, it's even trending on Twitter. You should see all the damn freaking, uh, you know, yuppies and all the, uh, you know, the leftists out there blaming bikers, boy. But I didn't see one news story, not one, from the mainstream media about the celebrations after the election for dum-dum 
no, I didn't see one freaking story on that. And there was a lot more people around the country uh, than there was at Sturges. Now, I believe they're basing the report on, yes, wait for it, 86 people. Yeah, 86 people. And they're blaming the Sturges Motorcycle Rally and bikers for the rise of the COVID. They even, in this one story... I can't believe it. This one story shows the main picture of a biker wearing a Donald Trump t-shirt. So they equate all of us with Donald Trump, and that's why they will not ease up. That's what they think about bikers in the media. You know... You always get these one or two paragraphs of the good that's going on with bikers, but the rest of it, man, that is how bad this media has become. I do not even understand how people can freaking believe all that stuff. It's also funny, on the other station, I had somebody say, well, you know, people believe anything real quick when I was talking about the COVID and, uh, you know, the Great Reset. Well, it's kind of funny. Uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, let it slip out because, you know, the media wants this to uh, uh, be a conspiracy theory. But it's funny. You just all you have to do is go on the World Economic Forum and it just lays everything out for you. But, hey, it's a conspiracy theory. The problem with the media is they promote this agenda and try to brainwash you and all kinds of stuff. That's just like uh, with this election right now. It's not over, man. There's legal cases, the whole nine yards, but the media tells you it's over. They do not call an election here in the United States. There's constitutional provisions Yes, we have a document called the Constitution that lays out the plan for elections, if they're contested, what dates they need to be done, the whole nine yards. So the media are a bunch of propagandists, man. They can project who wins the election, but they cannot call the election. And it's funny. The two-party system is just a joke. Just a joke, man. You got them all in the same bed, and if you don't think they're all in the same bed, I don't know what to tell you. You know, you got all the rhinos surfacing again. <laughs> Lindsey Graham, that's the biggest backstabber I've ever seen. That guy talks out both of his sides of his mouth, and if it wasn't for the president, he wouldn't have got reelected, man, because he was going in a close race. And it was the MAGA people that actually got him elected, but hey, you know, six years from now, they think everybody's going to forget about it. But my point being is don't believe the media narrative on everything that's going on in this country. Uh, you know what? You can actually get better news from Sky News Australia than you do your own freaking American media. And that's what I feel, you know, really freaking hate is everybody's a freaking... Uh, trying to push their views off on us from this little bubble in Washington, D.C. 
every single news station, even Fox News, man, they're getting their butts kicked now, man. Their ratings are just gone. And that's what happens when you piss people off. They don't have to sit there and they don't have to listen to you. Just like this one, man. You you don't like what I say? Don't listen to me. It is what it is. I try to present it the best I can down the middle. And if you know better, then throw your facts out there, man. Don't tell me that, well, I was there. Well, I don't care if you were there at that incident for that lawsuit. What I care about is the decision of the court regarding the outcome. Yes, I feel very sorry for uh, what happened to that girl. I really do. I feel very bad for her. Very bad. And the family. But the case could have affected everybody. You know, you can throw Rico out there. Is what the guy tried to do is throw Rico. The You know, one percenter has been fighting this. Rico has nothing to do with civil liability. Civil liability. Basically, what they were doing in this case was saying the club as a whole, a club as a whole, was responsible for this girl's death because he was a member of the club. Now, does it differ a little bit compared to the AN? Well, they're claiming, the, you know, they hired security guards. They were wrong. Uh, but we all know they were members of the AN. So they basically won a $6.5 million lawsuit in that and basically shut them down. Basically shut them down. They're not like they used to be. Now, that was a white supremacist type of deal. Yeah, they're going to go after them hardcore. But look how they're going after bikers right now in the news. You really don't think one of these ambulance chasers are going to try to get what they can out of a motorcycle club? Especially if they can use a precedent for it? You're fooling yourselves, man. Again, you gotta, you know what? If you're gonna be real about stuff, you gotta dis, you know, disassociate who was involved and see the merit of the whole case and how it could affect it everybody else. So, I don't know what to tell you, man. People on the internet nowadays, it's like they don't have a brain, man. It's like they're well, I'll interview with you. Why am I gonna interview you? Why? Are you an attorney? Were you a part of the case? Are you got something to add to the conversation because you were, you know, involved in the case? I don't care if you were a witness. I don't care what. The merit of the case was, again, the question was, was Iron Order responsible as a whole club for the actions of a member? Now, let me tell you this. Take a one percenter club, for example. We read in the news all the damn time some of the stuff that happens. Now, what if one of the victims of that incident went against your favorite one percenter club, the one that you support? What if they did? See, it's not you they're going after. They're going after the club. So that's why... A lot of the opinions that are being thrown, oh, I.O. is a cop club. I do not care how bad you hate them. 
But if you put another club in the position that they were in, you would see how important it was for them to win not only the initial case, but the appeals. Once it gets to the appeals court and there's an opinion on it, either a reverse or whatever you may have, that's where it gets serious for everybody else. I know a lot of you people that are new to the scene don't understand how bad bikers are really hated. It's just showing the tip of the iceberg right now with the media and how they're going after this Sturges event. You'll learn. You'll learn. But I did on that video, I think, yeah, I think I did. I put the PDF where you can read the whole case. It was a 32-page uh, decision. Read it for yourself, man. You know, I'll just put it out there and uh, you guys uh, make your own decisions. If you want to put a hatred towards uh, one club, uh, that's on you. I don't give a shit. Uh, but you better put your supported club in their shoes and see how bad it would happen. Just saying, man. Just saying. So let's get on to uh, the news right now. And uh, I'm going to start out with uh, this one case, uh, try to let you know how uh, it did compare. Also, man, have you ever heard of a person get arrested for having sex with a tree? Yes, there's somebody that was actually cost, and we're going to cover it. So let's get on to the news right after this. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Right on. Hi, this is China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Okay, here we go. This was Washington Post back in 2000. And it reads, and the headline is, Jury. Arians to pay $6.3 million in suit. Now, this was filed in Idaho. The civil rights lawyer who helped win a $6.3 million judgment against the AN hopes the verdict is just the first step in shutting down the white supremacist sect. In the wake of Thursday's award, Morris D said he would now try to take everything from the AN, including its 20-acre rural compound and infamous name. So let's compare situations here. They won a $6.3 million judgment. They were going for $10 million in the other case. This case out in Idaho, they won. They held responsible the entire organization. The whole damn one. You had an attorney, which this did happen, and they actually got it. Said, again, quote, he would now try to take everything from them. They did get the 20-acre rural compound, 
Yes, they did get it. Now, you're saying, well, you know, most of these clubs don't have anything. Bull crap, they don't. They got clubhouses. They got all kinds of other assets that can be attached to a judgment. That's how people think. They just want to look on the top and not want to get to the bottom of everything because they got these predetermined uh, prejudices against one organization or another. They don't want to look at the whole picture. This happened. Well, we intend to take every single asset from the AN now and forever. D said after the jury awarded damages to a woman and her son who were attacked. Who were attacked. By AN. <laughs> the jurors deliberated about 10 hours over two days before setting $6 million as a punitive damage award with 330000 in compensatory uh, damage to Victoria Keenan, 44, and Jason, 21. And Dees was a co-founder of the Southern Poverty Law Center in Montgomery, Alabama, has used lawsuits to destroy the finances of hate groups. Take the hate group out, throw a motorcycle club in. Has long used lawsuits to destroy the finances. In six such lawsuits, the lawyer has never lost. In 1990, he won $9 million in Portland against uh, another one of those organizations. Uh, and then he uh, even goes on. He uh, went on to seize the AN copyright and then retire the name. Yeah, we know that in a criminal case that they were going after a trademark. So now, what if they get, you know, smart and go after the club's copyright in a civil case? They're never going to stop. Again, that was a criminal case, not a civil case. A lot more, it's a lower bar in a civil case than it is a criminal case. It is not beyond a reasonable doubt in a civil case. So there's a lawsuit where this could be applied to uh, an MC, just like they were trying to do out in Pennsylvania. So if you can't take out your, you know, IO and put another club of your choice in there, I don't know what to tell you guys. Anyway, here we go. Media it. That's what I call it. It's, it's mediaite, but it's it. <laughs> Massive Sturgis, South Dakota biker rally blamed in August to blame for COVID spike in Minnesota. The CDC reports there's a picture of a biker with a Trump going on. Yes, they have to put that up there, don't they? Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in a report released Friday laid out that the annual Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, which took place in Sturgis, South Dakota this past August, 
with over 460,000 attendees. Now wait for it. Wait for it. Is to blame for 86 coronavirus cases in Minnesota. Which one of those cases resulting in death? So they're blaming 86 cases on the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally as a whole, which had 460,000 attendees. I don't even know what the percentage of that is, but it ain't much. Quote, the motorcycle rally was held in a neighboring state that did not have policies regarding... Oh, sorry for that. The event size and mask use. <laughs> Underscoring the implications of policies within and across jurisdictions, the CDC report outlined, which Axios noted. <laughs> so basically going after the other state, well, she happens to be a Republican. I hope that she's going to run Christy Nome. Uh, for president in 2024 and hopefully we'd get a lot of bikers on her side because she didn't back down in the face of this stuff but there was over 460,000 attendees they're to blame for 86 cases okay where's your reporting with all the celebrations and everybody's you know drinking out of everybody else's champagne and wine and beer whatever it was the event which bikers across the country flocked to was highlighted in the CDC report as an example, here we go, of how not adhering to COVID-19 precautionary guidelines can have a negative effect on the surrounding community. Again, they only report this. They don't go after the big stuff. All the riots, all their celebrations. Hell no. It's a narrative that they're trying to push on you. The narrative here being, bikers are assholes. Well, these findings highlight the importance of reducing the number of attendees at gatherings and emphasizing mask use, physical distancing, isolation for patients, and quarantine. Uh, in August, the rally had no mass, raising concern over a potential case hike following the event. In fact, months later, we have found out the concern was valid. The concern was valid for 89 people? You're playing a 460,000-person event on 89 is the epidemic? Get out of here with that crap. Where are my final thoughts on this one? Now, uh, let's go up uh, north, uh, Surrey's Hells Angel Clubhouse, searched by RCMP in a gun investigation. Well, both the driver and passenger of the SOUV are known to police and are believed to have ties to organized crime. This by Kim Bolin. Uh, they executed it on uh, Friday night at the Hells Angels uh, Hardside Clubhouse in connection with the gun investigation. Mounties continued with the search Saturday at the rented rancher in the, uh, I ain't going to go to that one. Uh, the search is connected to the arrest Friday morning of a group three and uh, I am not the a prospect with the hard uh, side chapter and an associate named uh, Meninder 
uh, who is linked to the Brothers Keepers gang. Uh, he was a passenger in an SUV allegedly driven by uh, Menender when it collided with the sedan. Uh, lesson here is don't uh, collide with somebody else if you got something illegal. Surrey RMCP said in a news release Friday that the driver of the SUV fled the scene on foot while the passenger who had minor injuries remained at the scene. Quote, as the investigation unfolded, the officer observed a handgun inside the SUV and uh, they arrested uh, the passenger for possession of a weapon for a dangerous purpose. The driver of the sedan remained at the scene and had uh, minor injuries. Uh, the driver of the SUV was located and apprehended with the assistance of the integrated or integrated Lower Mainland Police Dog Services. Uh, uh, Post Media News also learned that uh, he was wearing his Hell's Angel Prospect vest when uh, police arrived. Uh, Prospect is the name, and it gives you all that type of stuff. But they did, because of this, freaking uh, do a search warrant. They're held accountable, and they have to explain themselves to the club. The whole nine yards. So that from Canada. Now we got uh, from Kate Brennan. Uh, more than $130,000 in drugs, cash, and weapons tied to the Outlaw Motorcycle Club seized in recent months. This by Aaron Potty. Nice last name. I bet you got freaking uh, teased as a kid. Uh, police in Cape Brennan uh, say at least two outlaw motorcycle gangs are recruiting on the island and their memberships are increasing. Police say they have uh, reason to suspect a new clubhouse is being established. Outlaw motorcycle clubs first started cropping up on the island in 2015. Uh, four known gangs right now have uh, four motorcycle gangs, the Outlaws, Pistons, Highlanders, and Salty Souls. <laughs> That's funny. I like that one. Quote, there's a huge market here for cocaine right now, and they'll take any opportunity they can to make money for the club for their organization and strength in numbers. Okay, so before 2015, there wasn't a cocaine problem. Uh, nobody else brought it in. But since they're clubs now, you're bringing them into this. Uh, quote, they do fundraising for different events or special causes. There you go. <laughs> there, there you go. They want that to stick out in people's minds so that when the police do enforce them, the community is wondering why are the police bothering these decent people. Uh, you know what? You get so tired of hearing that all over the place, not only from Leo, but also from other bikers, man. It's like, you know what? They're not doing charity to do that kind of stuff. Give me a break, man. Now they're educating the community. An organized crime expert based in Prince Edward Island led an education send, uh, session Thursday for members of the downtown Sydney business community. Uh, additional meetings were held with representatives. The Cape Brennan uh, Victoria Regional Center uh, Cook said uh, crime groups are in, uh, they're always linked to violence. Always. That's what he's claiming. He warned against buying or even wearing clothing that supports criminality. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are, you guys are worse than here in the, uh, up there, worse than the States, man. 
But this is the kind of stuff that's coming to us. This is going to happen. Uh, be By being proactive and partnering with our community, we can better prevent these organizations. Uh, then they got a picture of piston stuff uh, by money and, I guess, drugs. Uh, then the outlaw stuff. Uh, that, uh, yeah, CBC wrote that. Now, man arrested. Here I go. And this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. This out of Fox 13 now. Man arrested after having sexual relations with a tree. <laughs> I have heard everything and anything, man, in this world. And now this takes the cake. Somebody having sexual relations with a tree. <laughs> Nantucket, I guess they're pretty weird out in Canada or Connecticut. A man was arrested last week after he was seen humping trees half naked. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, witnesses called police after John Edward Fignar, I guess that is last night, fits him. Uh, 36 was seen in the backyard of a Connecticut house simulating sex with a tree and eating branches. Oh my god, this dude, throw him in a freaking mental roared. He's a freak. Fignard fled the scene when authorities arrived, running into a nearby house and forcing the residents outside. When the police apprehended him, he spit at one of the officers. Fignard was charged with felony assault of a public officer and misdemeanor resistant arrest. All that... Just because you're a hump in a tree. You freak. <laughs> I've heard everything. Uh, the London Free Press. Uh, Londoner charged an alleged gambling ring. Files $3 million house fire lawsuit. Uh, her home was destroyed by a suspicious fire. Days after she was charged. An alleged gambling ring linked to the Hells Angels. Is suing her insurance company. For more than $3.3 million. But the insurer says she violated her policy because the house at 203 Commissioners Road was used to launder assets from proceeds of crime, store illegal guns, and facilitate an illegal gambling operation. Uh, ouch. So basically, they're not uh, going to pay her. Occasion uh, and alleged Hells Angel member uh, Robert Barletta. 50 were jointly charged with six offenses, including possession of a loaded gun and uh, possession of property obtained by crime after police raided the commissioner's road home. Uh, she was additionally charged with bookmaking and participating in a criminal organization. Bookmaker, you gotta love that, man. Anyway, Corey Graff's wall of shame. Here we go. Uh, Flint police officers accused of sexually abusing a young female. Isn't that not a These allegations surprise? came to their attention on Sunday night. The Genesee County Sheriff's Office arrested now former Flint police officer Justin McLeod on Tuesday. I'm told the prosecutor is reviewing the request for a warrant. The sheriff is expecting multiple first-degree criminal sexual conduct charges. Every good cop out there is probably thinking, why? Like, why did you hide behind the uniform and the badge? Because that's not who we are. But yet again, you disgraced the profession once again, whether it's uh, race relations, whether it's abusive behavior, whether it's criminal sexual conduct. That's not who cops are. We're protectors. We're guardians. 
Sheriff Chris Swanson says 36-year-old Justin McLeod is accused of sexually assaulting a young girl, not even 12 years oh old, my God. for more than two years. The victim is someone the sheriff says McLeod has known for some time. Late Sunday night, the young girl confided in someone she trusted, and they made sure to get her the help she needed. Sheriff Swanson says she is doing, quote, surprisingly well. They were unsure of the long-term impact, but he says local partners are making sure she is protected and are is able to work through this trauma. The Voices for Children Advocacy Center has been working with her since Sunday night. Executive Director Nisi Holloman spoke Unreal. to the team effort that she says made this young girl feel comfortable to speak up after two years. Whoever you are to a kid in this community, you have to know that our law enforcement in Genesee County 100% stand behind kids. We believe the kids when they say that something is happening, and we are going to fight for those kids because in Genesee County, this cannot continue to happen. And the sheriff says that McLeod has been cooperative. His arrest comes as a huge shock to his co-workers and the Flint police chief. Coming up tonight at 6, the Flint police chief's actions and his re response to the community tonight. For now, live in Flint, I'm Ann Perrette, ABC 12 News. Unfreaking real, man. You know what with these cops? Let's go to a little break, and I'll be back with my final thoughts. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Hi, this is China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. These people are sick. I'm talking sick. Under 12 years old, and he was a cop. Uh, you're sick. All you guys. At least they uh, got a hold of the guy, and hopefully the parents of the kid gets uh, a couple minutes with him, if you ask me. I believe that should be a mandatory deal. <sighs> Unreal. That one kicks you in the balls, man. It really does. Whew. Anyway, don't forget to go over to Hollywood and China Dial Show. We're going to be live on Tuesday and a special one on Thursday. I want to give a shout out to Ken. He is a new member of the Insane Throttle Throttle Club. The Throttle Club gives you extra perks like a monthly Zoom conference call with the rest of the members. We talk about all kinds of stuff as well as our uh, members only live stream. We did one uh, last Friday. So it's uh, $1.99 a month or you can become a friend of the show for... $9.99 a month and you get some extra perks in that category as well all you have to do is hit the join button over on the YouTube channel and you can become a member you know I, it just harkens me back to what that cop said about how clubs uh, use these charity runs to make themselves look good in the community you know you just want to go up to one of them guys and just slap them you just want to slap them you know, they will use anything they can to discredit motorcycle clubs and the biker community from the public knowing the good that they do. 
That's how much of a hard-on they have for bikers and clubs. And that's uh, one of my articles that I just uh, released talks about that. You know, it's titled, Are Motorcycle Clubs and uh, Bikers uh, Racist? It's over on HarleyLiberty.com right now. And the one thing that I do mention in that is I don't get this uh, thing where bikers uh, go and support this Blue Lives Matter stuff when they can't stand bikers, man. They can't stand club members. So why would you support them? That's an argument I make in that op-ed. You know, it's real weird, man. Real weird how that uh, goes down. So, you know, they use that because in 2015, clubs started moving. It's like before then, where did, you know, uh, where'd you get the stuff? It don't make no damn sense. It really doesn't. And it's it doesn't make any sense that the CDC would come out and make a big deal out of 86 freaking cases in Minnesota out of over 460,000 people that attended that event. No, they just want to get a heart on for bikers. And you can look at their freaking cover photo of that story where it's a picture of Donald Trump. It's ridiculous, man. And you kind of get sick of how the media really acts. It's like they don't even hide their disgust or disdain for ordinary Americans any damn more. They don't. They, If you're not on the East Coast, West Coast, liberal, they don't care about you. They sure the hell don't care about flyover country. I'm just saying, man. You need to start doing your own research. You need to go to all different type of sources. That way you can see through their BS and actually learn you know, it's just like that Great Reset, man. You got to go over there and check out the video because my thoughts are on that one. You got to start waking up, America. You really do before some bad stuff starts happening out there. So don't forget to uh, watch us tonight over at the Hollywood and Chinatown uh, channel. I'll be on, so we'll Chinatown. Don't forget to subscribe over there, and don't forget to subscribe over on this one. Until then, I'll see you tomorrow on the next segment. <laughs>